When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info get something something check out homework's morning sickness podcast at 98kupd.com good morning everybody hello there welcome to tuesday it's 5 45 this is the morning sickness my name is john holmberg there's brady bogan brett fessley big dick toledo here we go for another summer day uh here in uh, the great valley with of course the sun's on everybody's mind tonight and a uh, very poor job by local journalists i say on this Chris Paul situation. He's out again tonight. We don't uh, don't get to see Chris Paul back in. But I've yet to hear, like everybody just says asymptomatic. Like the uh, local news, like their website's not a whole lot of info as far as like is he testing positive still? Or, I mean, are they not releasing any of that information? Or is anybody digging? Or are we just going with what, what we're And the told? NBA policy. I yeah, mean, and that's kind of an ambiguous be, thing, right? I thought it was like, oh, you know, I heard last week, doesn't matter. NBA's policy is still 10 days. Well, it's 10 days, but it's also, if you were vaccinated, it's shorter. Yeah, so there's all these different... But it all based on whether or not you have two negative tests. Yeah. So clearly he hasn't had two negative tests in 24 hours to start the process to go, okay, now you got to sit out for a few days. That's it. So my guess is at this point, if he's not ready to go tonight, he's not playing Thursday either. That would be my guess. Because if there's no news like, hey, he's got his te- he just can't make tonight's game, but he got his first negative yesterday. If he gets another one tomorrow, he'll be ready to go by Thursday or whenever. But I don't think you can – if he's out tonight, I don't think you can – I think we're going to lose Chris Paul for the road games, and that's where it's going to be crazy. But, again, sitting on pins and needles watching this whole thing happen and talk about a dude who's just the luck of the draw. Every playoff series he's yeah. ever been in, something stupid happens. This is just gigantic. So – it starts tonight. The city starts buzzing again about, about twelve hours from now, and then squad H- needs to just play on adrenaline again. Yeah, they got it. Well, now now the Clippers know. Sorry, all right, you want to use Devin Booker for your superstar? Let's see. So it's the the other guys have to We're step gonna shut up. them down. You got to have Mikael Bridges. You got to have campaign. You got to get all these. Ayton's got to be even better. Paul, Paul will be back once LeBron decides uh, because he runs <laughs> right. the league, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. There's so much truth to that. <laughs> he's, looking, he's looking at the test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. LeBron is in on that. How, what, what kind of nerve does LeBron have with his stupid Space Jam movie? Ugh. I mean, that's like me starting the Sex Machine band. <laughs> Isn't it the, didn't somebody already do this? Isn't this the same exact thing? Yeah. Like you go back and say, oh, I'm going to do and and to call it. The bunny versus the, the goat. goat. And you, you're, it, like you, you can't call yourself the goat. 
You, although Michael Jordan has a pretty cool thing where he's well, now Nike does that for uh, Simone Biles, and Jordan's got right. a little goat on their uniform. But that's Nike. It's not like he went in and goes, "I want goats on my stuff because I'm the greatest of all time." Jerry Rice doesn't go around and call himself the goat or write it on his autographs, but LeBron does. If it were around, then maybe yeah, it is knows? so arrogant to have Michael Jordan still alive. And call yourself the goat in a major motion And I'm going to do your movie. Yeah, I, and I'm going to do the exact same movie you did. I'm going to Not only am I going to do that, I'm going to do the idea that they had for you. And look, it's not his no, fault. I'm they, a humble man. It's not his ah. fault they pitched him Space Jam. It's not his right. fault that you know they want him in this movie. But when they said, we're going to call you the goat because it's the bunny and the goat, and that's funny, he should have said, I can't do that. I can't, I can't possibly walk out there and tell people I am the, my movie starring me, and I'm also the greatest of all time. Now, but, Bugs is the goat. If you want to call Bugs the goat, if you have LeBron and the goat, Bugs is the goat. He's the greatest cartoon I character. I agree. That I mean, Mickey's been, that up good there, but twist yeah, that would have it. been the twist is that because Bugs is the man. Like he changed cartoons all the way around. But. That's the crazy part is LeBron's always chasing Jordan's ghost. Jordan's not even dead yet. Yeah. He's doing his remaking his movies. He got basically, in his ghost car. He yeah, got, he just like I want to exactly. chase the ghost, but I'm going to get in and do everything you did. He was running number twenty three. Nah, I makes mean, me sick. just ridiculous. Uh, uh, <laughs> He's been out of the, he's been out of the the playoffs now what two weeks and I still I still just think about how much I f- hate that guy, the phoniest athlete in my lifetime. Oh yeah, next to Tim Tebow, but this guy actually gets accolades. Of course, Tebow's right there too. Look out now! That pile of climbing a fire too. I hate him. He drives me nuts. He'll be the goat of tight ends after a year. He won't, Brady. He's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, not going to make yeah. the squad. Everybody who believes in God. Wants Tim Tebow to do something because they think it somehow or another proves their theories, but it doesn't. It's, he's, I'll he's take a, Tebow over LeBron, though. Just to, out of the two, they both what, like suck. But like just subway. yeah, even to hang out with. Like I mean, subway, just not me. LeBron's such a dick. No, I'd no. take LeBron over no Tebow. Way. No, Tebow would be self righteous and pious. I can handle asshole more than I can handle religious. Oh uh, no, I can't. No, no I can't. <laughs> I, I, yeah, some guy was just like, you know, the Lord would frown on your language. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to hang out with LeBron. He's an asshole, but at least he's a little less uptight than you about this. And plus, uh, he thinks he can do things he can't do, so I'd end up doing parkour with Tim Tebow. I'm so like, is LeBron, is though. Le- LeBron can actually do it, though. He, he thinks play. he's the he's greatest, not, of, all not time, the greatest no. of all time. But Tebow he is, will outwork Ask him, you. he'll tell you. And everybody he, in okay, room. good. Yeah, there's plenty of people who can outwork me. <laughs> I thrive on the idea that I don't want to do anything. So, yeah. I, I, you, know what radio? Yeah. you know what I would beat Tebow at? A day of nothing, because I'm great at it. <laughs> I am the G-O-A-T of nothingness. Doug Hopkins and I were talking the other day, and he said, what's your uh, timeline for retirement? And I'm like, you know, I'm stockpiling. I'm doing all I can. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to have the escape plan. I said, if I get a little boost or a little help somewhere along the way as far as like a bump with uh, like if a an crypt, investment if crypto, or, if an yeah. investment pops or something like that, I said, I can, do a, I can look at two years, but then I have to start thinking, how long am I going to live? And do I budget? I don't want to budget What kind my of retirement. lifestyle? So he's talking. He goes, I tried it. I couldn't do it. And I'm like, man, if I was you, we'd be, I'd be all done. He goes, well, you'd get bored. And I'm like, you have, you have underestimated my ability to do nothing. Uh, nobody. My dad says that. Well, you'd get bored. You, you. I'm like, I can find entertainment on the buzzer network and watch four hours of the match game. No old, problem. Nothing to it. If I've got nothing to do, and that's my problem, I've always got stuff to do. If I have nothing to do, I thrive on it. What are my vacations? I don't go anywhere. I go to the couch and I do nothing for seven days, and it is the greatest days of my life. So yeah, you, you do uh, what you want to do. Retirement is 
is just a sea of nothing. So if you want to see the greatest of all time at doing nothing, you're looking at it. So yeah, can Tim Tebow outwork me all day long because I'm smarter than him? <laughs> Go ahead, keep working, Tim. I'm going to hire a guy to do this for I me. I don't know about tests and stuff like that, but was like, you know, just trivia and you oh, know, I'd you kill know. him at that. Yeah, he's an idiot when it comes to that. Unless it's the you know, know the Bible, and I'd still do okay, but he'd kill me on that. You, one. you might give him a run for the. Money. I give him a little run, but you start getting into some details, <laughs> you know. You get into that whole the, the brothers triads and the, the I don't know any of that stuff. But I think he keeps his message simple. It, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so as far as God diving into an stories, awesome God, he yep. sings the songs and does that. Hey, who brought up Tim Tebow? Whose goddamn fault was that? <laughs> Brett. Brett. I, well, I didn't bring up Tebow. I did too. Some, you, you brought up Tebow. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, they're all liars. This whole group is liars. <laughs> so Chris Paul out again tonight, and it's uh, it's you know, the home games you can handle it. I think the Suns will be all right at home. And this Clipper team is, I'm telling you, one of these well, games. Well, then, the, I mean, you got to have this one tonight. You have to win sure. this one because yep. one of these home games in uh, L.A., Thursday or Friday or Saturday, whenever they play the next one, the Suns are going to get blown out. There's going to be one game. That's what the Clippers do. They're too good. There's one game you're going to go, whoa. You're not Suns and four, huh? Oh, no. I, I, and I'm actually hoping against that. Uh, I, they're going to get one game. They're going to get bounced by like 15 to 17 points. This you saw what the Clippers did against Utah. When they get hot, they shoot. They don't miss. They scored 82 points and a half against the number one team in the West. I mean, they can. There's a 37 point swing in 24 minutes. They they are they are capable. So I, I don't see the Suns in in four. I can see five uh, if they're healthy. But without Chris Paul going to L.A., they're going to have one game where they just get bounced. And keep in mind, they did that whole. Uh, you know, beat beat Utah thing. A couple of games in Utah, so it's definitely not a team you want to toy with. I don't. I just don't get the Chris Paul thing. I want to know details. That's what I want to know. I want to know is he testing positive? I don't know why we can't get that info. It drives me nuts. And what is the protocol? If he tests positive yesterday, or just didn't have a negative test yet, an inconclusive one, is he ten days out still? What's the what? It, does anyone know? I haven't read one conclusive thing about like what this does. Yeah, the only thing I. Figured is they just keep testing, you know. Like right, the next but I mean, day where is then, he? That's my point. Right, like, has he keep, had a negative? Has he had? A- if he has, then what? If he hasn't, then what? What is the ten day thing? Because I keep hearing, well, there's a ten day protocol. When is he positive? Yesterday? Do we start to ten days after two negative tests? I don't know any of the protocol. It drives me bananas. What if he comes out and says the same thing that I did, or what was happening a year ago? Yeah, to this day, indecisive. The tests keep coming back what indecisive. You kept having, yeah. Yours was indecisive. It just didn't, it wasn't indecisive. <laughs> inconclusive, but Brady said his tests were indecisive. Like, you could, you couldn't, who cares? <laughs> Should we let him go Brady or not? Brady's going to a doctor. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. If this is all indecisive nonsense, you could. I don't know. Indecision is the name of the game here. It's like Gamba Ding Dong yeah, reporting. Gamba Ding. I talked to Gamba Ding Dong. I looked at my handy dandy notebook. According I can't to tell. My notes. According to my sources, you either do or do not have COVID. It's indecisive. I, I don't know. I can't make up my mind on this. COVID's all over the road. Brought to you by Peller Windows. <laughs> and you're going to be doing a lot of window looking because you're not allowed outside. You got the covert. <laughs> the covert. He's got the covert artist. 19. <laughs> got the covert 19s. <laughs> My handy dandy notebook tells me you got covert. And it's indecisive, Brady. You're, you're out at least 10 days. This sucks, Gambo. It does suck, but you know what you can do? Suck up some udon noodles from Payway, I say. It's a great idea. While you're staring out at the rest of the world without covert through your Peller windows. You keep it away because you're a golden glover. I'm a golden glover. I fought covert away. Covert came for me, and I said, no, covert. 
I, I said, I, I said, hey, Covert, I eat this for breakfast. I eat the Covert. So I, I fought him off with my Golden Gloves. I used to be a Golden Gloves boxer. You know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know why I'll spray these? Because I'm in great shape. You're in terrible condition. You're a, you're a blimper. So uh, I drink my, my uh, filtrated water from my friends at Culligan. <laughs> and also became a doctor. I heard a higher douche factor uh, keeps the... Higher douche away. factor. Yeah, covert. I, I'm such a douche. Covert avoided me. <laughs> like one of those 50-year-olds at a Scottsdale bar. I've just avoid that guy. He's just Something's wrong with him. But, you know, super hot wife, covert. Got to repeat everything. Drop it down. <laughs> Give my little bibliography. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Anyway, yeah, so Brady, I don't know what it is, but it's indecisive, as you said, but I don't know any of the rules. So we shall see, but tonight, uh, definitely no Chris Paul. So whilst we rally the Valley this evening, we have to do it Chris Paul free, which I think the team has kind of rallied around, like making sure Chris Paul is not disappointed. That was for sure the game Monday when they FaceTimed him on the way out. That was pretty cool. That was a neat moment. So. What they could do is, uh, what would be great is they could announce a second negative before the game when to let him know he's good it. to go for yeah. Thursday. And again, it's there's no such thing as COVID anymore. I, at least in basketball, I, they don't care about the health standards. I I sat on Dale Hellestray's lap and we breathed on strangers. The whole it, it, nobody cares. And you know, I got my irons in the fire tonight. I got two offers for. I didn't even say anything. I don't ask for tickets. I can't do that. But somebody said, oh, you, if I, you know, I got one saying that if his friend doesn't want to go, and I don't know how that's going to happen, he'll go. And another guy said, hey, I might fall into tickets tonight. You're in. I'm like, oh, this is great. Not Section 200, though, right? Oh, good. No, right. please. Make sure you got your boxing gloves ready. I talk to those people? <laughs> and the Suns put out a thing yesterday that said, we will not tolerate fighting. Well, then you need to close Section 200 because that's all those people want to do, you know? That's what my friend Rich said when we were getting in line. And this sounds bougie, but it was true. We're in line to get into the arena on Sunday. And he looks around and he goes, I'm by no means a wealthy man. But I know this wasn't cheap. And he goes, and I'm looking around wondering how the hell half these people have any money at all, let alone enough for this. Yeah. I'm like, leveraged, man. There's credit cards with a lot of big fat charges on here to go to these games. I mean, there were people that, but again, you look at me and think I'm homeless. I don't dress, I dress like an idiot. So I don't know. It, it was. It definitely looks like man. You shouldn't be throwing a few thousand dollars around. There's some for PPP tickets. money out there. For there me. is some of that. I think maybe the government kicked in for a few Suns games. What you I hear from hey, half, maybe. Hey, half, nothing wrong with know. that. The whole two hundred section is based on the the triple P. <laughs> it could happen. Anyway, Suns tonight. What is it? Seven o'clock. Seven thirty. Start tonight. Something yeah. Like that. Right excited. in between there. Very excited. Someone hit us up thinking uh, he doesn't think it's COVID. I bet there's something wrong with his arm again, and he's trying to protect. They're trying to protect it for the next couple games. Uh, God, he had such I mean, it's a, a stretch, great game but, seven, yeah, against or game four against Denver. You can't imagine that he dinged it again, and they wouldn't just say his shoulder. I don't know why you you wouldn't. I don't think that's right. I don't think you dabble around with the COVID protocols. You just say he's got a bad shoulder. I think they bring the the uh, Suns dance squad platform out there on all the girls, with and then mask. they do a. 
sunflower. They're masked up, and Chris Paul's in the center. So he's like popping out of a cake yeah. or something. Why do you want this to be such a Broadway <laughs> announcement? It just let him back on the floor. What is going on over there? Why are you? It's di- showtime. Why are, fix yeah. it. Why, yeah, why are you directing cats just to have Chris Paul? Just say he's better, and then introduce him. <laughs> you don't have to have him come out and feather boas and. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Chris Paul. <laughs> It'd be great. He comes yeah, out on no, a float. No, it wouldn't. It would be confusing, is all. Why, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Please direct your gay eyes towards the <laughs> east entrance. The lady. It's like the Somewhere. showgirl. Why would he do that? <laughs> That's just silly. That's just. You silly. paid good money for those I don't tickets. Want that. The show is the game. I don't need. A Broadway festival. Like, and ladies and gentlemen, the dance team is going to show you Chris Paul had the COVID. Now he's better. Now he's better. What's going on down there? The introductions have gone crazy. Putting on the assists. Yeah. Section 200 would be way confused, though, if that was going happening. on down there, Holmes? Chris Paul is dancing. The white people. He's been sick for This is clearly white people. They're so excited about him. They made a Broadway show out of bringing him back. <laughs> You're here to fight. Yeah, I'm here to punch guys. Sons are gay. Puto! Puto! We get in trouble for that at soccer games. Puto! That's my favorite thing. That, I, that made me want to go to soccer games. I am a fan of Mexico's soccer team. The crowd was told, knock it off at the last 10 events. Stop saying Puto as a group. <laughs> And they're like, no. And they did it again, and their team got fined, and now they're not allowed to be at the games yet. Mexico's got to play games with no fans because they can't stop yelling puto. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. I know it's not good, but they can't stop yelling it. And uh, and I think it's the homo F word in Spanish, but I don't know. I don't know. Man, could you, you know? imagine that in the stands? Oh, it's great. But they, they were told, fans, please stop saying puto. Please. That guy's a puto. Puto! <laughs> I think it means like like horror bitch or something that like that. Oh, that's puta? Yeah, puto is like gay whore. Oh. Man whore. I don't know. But I know they're not allowed to say it, and they yell it at every game, 75,000 strong, <laughs> waving that flag at anybody. And they're like, and they've, they've gone, when they just go to buy the showing the office, I ain't gonna see set down puto. He doesn't like when we say puto. You know how you're a puto? You don't like hearing puto. Puto! They're hilarious. They, and I'm like, I'm going to this. Make a deal with her. The announcer has to say it every two minutes. Again, just a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> Quick reminder, fans. <laughs> At least he's, he's saying it. And they're, ah. I can imagine. Now, Raider fans have. Uh, Nasib comes out. Of all the teams to have a gay player come out like. Like a, a contributing player who's gay, uh, Ryan is Ryan Nasib, right? He's uh, he came out yeah. as a homosexual yeah, that, yesterday, yeah. and uh, just a little announcement is incredibly well manicured backyard, and nothing like what Brady would have done, which would have had him come out on a float with you're feather in Vegas. Why not? Show, you're you're in Vegas. Get the showgirls. That's go, why it's there. Who loves the Browns, <laughs> but he plays in our town, Nasib. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he came out as a homosexual yesterday, and I'm like Raider fans. There are mostly people who shot puto at soccer games, and <laughs> now they've got to deal with that. That's hilarious. Yeah, and you know, time. That's uh, he's not the only one at all. Yeah, no way. I mean, if ten percent of the population is gay, uh, there's a load of football players who are doing that kind of stuff. So, good on them. So, and that's the thing; it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. No. Can you play or not? 
That's it. And the one thing, like I had a comment yesterday I saw on one of the things, was like, great, now what's he going to do in the locker room? I'm like, he didn't come out as a rapist. He came out as a homosexual. Think of it like this. If, in fact, you are a man and you're in a room full of women and they happen to be changing. Do you ever walk by, let's use this example. Do you ever walk by the changing rooms at a department store as a man, as a heterosexual man, and know that there's women in there and think to yourself, well, I better get in there and start one of them. You don't. Because you're not a rapist. Gay people are the same. They don't walk through a room. They might find someone attractive, but they don't walk through a room and go, well, since we're here together, I should probably start you. That's not what my grandma used to think that. It's like if you're in the same area, they want to have sex with you. And it's not that. That's why I don't go by the dressing rooms. And I just want to open that door. Right, because that's because you're a rapist. But that argument, that, that argument never made sense to me, even when I was more bigoted towards gay stuff than I used to be. Like more like, oh, that's weird, or you know, and now I just don't care. I, I still probably have the same kind of ooh, that's gross mentality, but I just don't care because it's not going to happen to me, and I'm not going to live your life. Who cares? But uh, it, yeah, the, the the argument of like, well, if they're in the locker room together, something terrible is going to happen. I'm like, well, oh, there's gay guys in the military. They've had to hide it in the military for years. They don't hear about them raping each other like crazy because that's called rape. That's not gay. That's a different crime. It's a different thing altogether. So, yeah, he can walk through. He's been walking through locker rooms for years as a gay guy. It didn't just happen yesterday. And I don't think they've reported one single incident where he tried to jam his junk in another dude. Puto! Stop it. You said I had a nice dong. I didn't think anything about it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got a good-looking dong. If you were one of mine, I'd be eating that. Anyway, have a great game. That's as bad as it would get. And you know what? If somebody told me that in a locker room, and you're at LA Fitness, they don't do a gay check at the door. I don't hear a whole lot about it. L.A. Fitness gay rapes. And I, I've been to the one on 24th Street in Camelback, and that's as gay as it gets in there, man. It is the gayest L.A. Fitness you could ever be in. So what? I've no, it's, not, it's not about them running around looking at your butt. You shower the there all the time. I go there just for fun. The showers are hot. <laughs> Crowded. It's like being in a rave. <laughs> it's crazy. They, weren't yelling, they weren't yelling puto at the games. They were yelling gambo. <laughs> gambo! <laughs> Look at the crowd going nuts. <laughs> Handy dandy notebook says whatever they're saying in Spanish means uh, gay homo F word. Gamble. <laughs> this guy's a gamble. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, so congratulations to the Raiders. Raider Nation, you are going to have Rainbow Pirate on your helmet this year because you have to. And I, for one, am giggling internally at this like you have no idea. They're, they're, the Raiders have to embrace gay first. Because we've had gay players, but this is like this is a it's big the Raiders. One. It's the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's the, the Raiders. Mo- yeah, we better go ask Neander Undermark. And about the other this. gay guy that came out was the kid from Missouri. And remember, he didn't really make the team. He wasn't good enough yeah, to he play. Didn't. This guy plays. Ryan Nassib plays. So or Nasir, whatever his name is. Nasib. Yeah, he uh, uh, he plays. So there's going to be a rainbow Raider logo on the sides of those helmets, and that is going to drive a lot of Roman Catholic Mexican Raider fans crazy. I'm here for the fireworks and the comments. Yeah, Paul, Paul Marsh has already got his uh, uh, his uh, jersey ordered. His yeah, Rainbow well, Raiders jersey. Rainbow Raiders, and the numbers <laughs> will be rainbowed. And oh, <clears throat> I can't wait for that. Maybe then get it be that that paint that kind of reflects different colors and the light and the numbers. And it'll reflect that, back yeah. rainbow. Oh man! I say they should just change unicorn. Just have the Raiders have a unicorn thing on it, <laughs> or just go get Bucko Bruce, the old Buccaneers logo, and. Doll him yeah. up a little bit more. Yeah. So the gay thing, big deal, but it's out. So there you go. So Brady wants uh, Chris Paul to be gay and reintroduced as such. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, the guy for the Raiders is gay. So there you go. There's your sports update. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we, for this glorious Tuesday. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it? Yes, I really want it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.